Hey, it's David with ClearFit Coaching, and I need to start with an apology. Things have been a little bit chaotic, a little busy, a little fun, um, lots of change, and it has been a long time since I have recorded and been able to distribute a podcast. The summer has been a very interesting one for so many people that I know of, and I hope you're all hanging in there okay. I want to talk a little bit today about the forgotten benefits of not knowing. But before I get started, I want to remind you again that you can visit my website at clearfitcoaching.com, just like it sounds, or you can always send me a message at david at clearfitcoaching. And um, looking forward to talking with you all this week about some things regarding technology and how it affects our lives, which of course is ironic that you're listening to a podcast with regard to some of the things I've got to say here. But I want again to talk about the forgotten benefits of not knowing. Had some recent experiences and subsequent conversations that I'd like to talk about regarding the use of technology today. Particularly, I'd like to talk about the access that we have to information. Answers to questions about literally everything. Who sings this song? What's the fastest way to get from here to there? What kind of bird is this I'm hearing? When did Jeep start production of the Wagoneer again and why is it so ugly? We can answer just about any questions that come to mind with a quick, hey Google or hey Siri. We'll put aside the issue of misinformation for now, but there are other significant problems and losses associated with the immediate answers we're afforded today. I'd like to talk about these things in terms of how we experiencing, how, excuse me, how we experience things, how we learn, how we interact with one another, and how we value everything from ideas, events, achievements, travel, the work we do, and the choices that we make. I'll start with some reflection on our recent trip to Ireland. My wife, daughter, and I traveled the country for two incredible weeks. We flew into Dublin, traveled clockwise around the country, went to Ogram, Cork, Killarney, the Dingle Peninsula, Westport, Derry, Belfast, and finally back into Dublin. But Making it a point to keep the pace and the drives reasonable and the stays in each town enjoyable, the events and the participation fresh and unique throughout the whole thing. Logistically, things went without a hitch. No delays in flights, no complications with the car, though driving on the left is a very unique experience, uh, not to mention the roads and the speed limits there. No unforeseen issues or surprises with the places that we'd booked to stay. It was fantastic. I'm completely happy with the fact that we didn't have any trouble with the flights, car rental, or the rooms that we booked. The airports and the show business of security that we endure today is maddening as always, but I'm not complaining about any of this. But I do feel that part of the experience of travel is lost with the efficiencies that we've gained, particularly with the use of GPS navigation. GPS is amazing. Even used at home for traffic and getting you from point A to point B in the best way with apps like Waze and various maps that we use, it certainly makes it easier and saves a lot of stress and conflict while traveling. Renee and I joked repeatedly throughout the trip that our marriage is strong and healthy because we don't have to rely on the map and compass and such, but reading a map, communicating directions, missing turns, hitting unexpected detours or road closures, finding a place to eat on the way, none of these things are problems anymore. And that kind of sucks. Getting lost has led to some of the most interesting experiences that I've had while traveling. And stopping to ask for help is a point of interaction that requires vulnerability and trust. 
Asking for directions or recommendations for a place to eat or something fun to do can lead us to places that are off the map and to see and experience things that are lost in the spirit of efficiency. Relying heavily or exclusively on GPS can lead to a loss of spontaneity and the thrill of exploration. When following GPS directions, we stick to predetermined routes and we miss out on the joy of discovering hidden gems and off-the-beaten-path attractions. GPS and apps direct us to popular tourist spots or well-known establishments, well-reviewed, highly-rated places, which kind of contributes to a homogenization of experience. This means we might end up frequenting the same chain restaurants and well-known attractions, missing out on the unique and diverse aspects of a location. It also leads to a limited exposure to the local culture, as we miss out on smaller, authentic local businesses and experiences that don't have a strong online presence. While efficiency is important, an overemphasis on reaching the destination quickly can overshadow the journey itself. Travel is not just about reaching a place. It's about the experiences, interactions, and the memories that we create along the way. I'm not suggesting we drop it all together, but if you're using GPS, keep these things in mind and make a conscious effort to be sure we don't lose the chance for those serendipitous discoveries that often lead to the most memorable and cherished travel moments, unexpected interactions and experiences that provide a deeper insight into a local culture and way of life. Remember, too, that navigating through unexpected situations fosters adaptability problem-solving skills, and personal growth. Unplanned experiences give us unique stories to share, enhancing the richness of our narratives. These experiences are not just limited to travel, of course, but being mindful, being mindful and present at home with your friends and family, with your craft, and with yourself. These are also experiences that can be lost or diminished for the sake of efficiency. There are times when we need to be efficient. I get it. But keep in mind, these things are important even for day-to-day moments that were present and that we're able to reflect on those things later to truly learn from them. So wrapping up the talk, I have a confession. I, I just went through about half the photos that we took um, on this trip, and there's certainly something to be said for the digital photography and what it allows in terms of documenting so many moments that would otherwise be lost. So Don't get me started on the Instagram modeling that we witnessed at the Cliffs of Moore, but I did keep a journal as well throughout the trip, and that counts for a lot. I'm going to pass on the conversation about the ubiquitous nature of phones for the moment. My argument today is not about our inability, seeming inability, to leave the phone alone and just sit with the moment or our friends, but more to do with the reliance on our devices today to immediately answer the question. It's the immediacy that concerns me right now. I'm not particularly gifted in the art of conversation, but I do know that there is fun to be had in the exploration of a given question when we're engaged with one another. And while taking the steps in our talk to determine when Depeche Mode released Enjoy the Silence and what album it was on, we'll share experiences of concerts of the time, friends that we've lost or lost track of, or some who, for better or for worse, are still a big part of our lives. We'll talk about the cities that host the best shows, places we lived, 
maybe or venues that changed our lives and the experiences that we've had. We'll find things we have in common, loves and hates, people, places, pets, and so much more than just the answer to the question. This is what it's all about. And beyond just reminiscing, these conversations can lead us to new friends and new things, invitations to dinner, a boat trip when you come back to Tacoma, maybe, or a new business idea. Who knows? The point is to make yourself open to these experiences, so it may not be best to pull out the phone and answer the question too quickly, or do like one of my friends does and leave the phone at home from time to time on purpose. How experience how we experience things when our attention is dedicated, the learning that is only possible with intention, the quality of interaction with the people in our lives, and the value of our experiences as a result of all this leads to a quality of life that is hard to quantify. And while there are certainly benefits to technology and the information available to us all, don't let it be a barrier to the experience you're having. While technology afforded by our phones offers efficiency and convenience, it's important to strike a balance between relying on technology and allowing room for spontaneity in the unexpected moments. Embracing and exploring the unknown can lead to a more authentic, diverse, and enriching life. I hope you're all having a great week. I've enjoyed talking with you today. If you have any questions or comments on this, let me know. David at ClearFit Coaching, reach out, visit the website, and if you're looking for a life coach, I'm here to help you out. Sorry again for the gap recording between these last few podcasts. I'll make it a point not to let that happen again. Talk to you soon.